0: Good evening. I hope you've had a good day. And so we join together for evening prayer on this Wednesday the 1st of April. Today the church commemorates and remembers Frederick Dennison Morris, who's a priest and teacher of the faith, who died in 1872. O oh God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Let your ways be known upon earth, your saving power among the nations. Blessed are you, Lord God of our salvation. To you be glory and praise forever. As we behold your Son enthroned on the cross, stir up in us the fire of your love, that we may be cleansed from all our sins, and walk with you in newness of life, singing the praise of him who died for us and our salvation. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God for ever. The royal banners forward go, the cross shines forth in mystic glow, where he in flesh our flesh he made, our sentence bore, our ransom paid. There whilst he hung his sacred side, my soldier's spear was opened wide to cleanse us in the precious flood of water mingled with his blood. Fulfilled is now what David told, in true prophetic song of old, how God the nation's king should be, for God is reigning from the tree. O tree of glory, tree most fair, ordained those holy limbs to bear, how bright in purple robe it stood, the purple of a saviour's blood. Upon its arms, like balance true, he weighed the price for sinners due, the price which none but he could pay, and spoiled the spoiler of his prey. To Thee, eternal three in one, let homage meet by all be done, as by the cross Thou dost restore, so rule and guide us evermore. That this evening may be holy, good and peaceful, let us pray with one heart and mind. As our evening prayer rises before you, O God, So may your mercy come down upon us to cleanse our hearts and set us free to sing your praise, now and for ever. Amen. Psalm 56 In God I trust and will not fear. Have mercy on me, O God, for they trample over me. All day long they assault and oppress me. My adversaries trample over me all the day long. Many are they that make proud war against me. In the day of my fear I put my trust in you. In God whose word I praise. In God I trust and will not fear. For what can flesh do to me? All day long they wound me with words. That every thought is to do me evil. They stir up trouble, they lie in wait. Marking my steps they seek my life. Shall they escape for all their wickedness? In anger, O God, cast the peoples down. You've counted up my groaning, put my tears into your bottle. Are they not written in your book? Then shall my enemies turn back on the day when I called upon you. This I know, for God is on my side. In God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise. In God I trust and will not fear. What can flesh do to me? To you, O God, will I fulfil my vows. To you will I present my offerings of thanks. For you will deliver my soul from death and my feet from falling. That I may walk before God in the light of the living. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. In God I trust and will not fear. Faithful God, your deliverance is nearer than we know. Free us from fear and help us to courage. Find courage in your word. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Psalm 62 Wait on God alone in stillness, O my soul. On God alone my soul in stillness waits. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation. My strongholds that I shall never be shaken. How long will all of you assail me to destroy me? As you would a tottering wall or a leaning fence. They plot only to thrust me down from my place of honour. Lies are their chief delight. They bless with their mouth, but in their heart they curse. Wait on God alone in stillness, O my soul. For in him is my hope. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold so that I shall not be shaken. And God is my strength and my glory. God is my strong rock and him is my refuge. Put your trust in him always, my people. Pour out your hearts before him, for God is our refuge. The peoples are but a breath, the whole human race a deceit. On the scales they are altogether lighter than air. Put no trust in oppression, in robbery take no empty pride. Though wealth increase, set not your heart upon it. God spoke once and twice, have I heard the same. That power belongs to God. Steadfast love belongs to you, O Lord, for you repay everyone according to their deeds. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Wait on God alone in stillness, O my soul. O God, teach us to seek security, not in money or theft, not in human ambition or malice, not in our own ability or power, but in you, the only God, our rock and our salvation. Amen. The Old Testament lesson is written in the book of the prophet Jeremiah, the 22nd chapter, beginning at the 20th verse. Go up to Lebanon Lebanon and cry out, and lift up your voice in Bashan. Cry out from Abarim, for all your lovers are crushed. I spoke to you in your prosperity, but you said, I will not listen. This has been your way from your youth, for you have not obeyed my voice. The winds shall shepherd all your shepherds. Your lovers shall go into captivity. Then you will be ashamed and dismayed because of all your wickedness. Inhabitant of Lebanon, nested among the cedars. How you will groan when pangs come upon you, pains as of a woman in labour. As I live, says the Lord, even if King Coniah, son of Jehoiakim of Judah, with a signet ring on my right hand, even from there I would tear you off and give you into the hands of those who seek your life, into the hands of those of whom you are afraid, even into the hands of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon and into the hands of the Chaldeans. I will hurl you and the mother who you bore into another country where you were not born. And there you shall die, but they shall not return to the land to which they long to return. Is this man Caniah a despised broken pot, a vessel no one wants? Are he and his offspring hurled out and cast away in a land they do not know? O land, 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 hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Record this man as childless, a man who shall not succeed in his days, for none of his offspring shall succeed in sitting on the throne of David and ruling again in Judah. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who shepherd my people, it is you who have scattered my flock and have driven them away, and you have not attended to them. So I will attend to you for your evil doings, says the Lord that I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have been driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. I will raise up shepherds over them who will shepherd them, and they shall not fear any longer or be dismayed, nor shall any be missing, says the Lord. Days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he will be called, The Lord is our righteousness. Therefore the days are surely coming, says the Lord, when it shall no longer be said, As the Lord lives who brought the people of Israel up out of the land of Egypt. But as the Lord lives who brought out and led the offspring of the house of Israel, out of the land of the north, and out of all the lands where he has driven them. Then shall they live in their own land. Ends the Old Testament reading. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Christ Jesus was in the form of God, but he did not cling to equality with God. He emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, and was born in our human likeness. Being found in human form, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him, and bestowed on him the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. At the name of Jesus every knee shall bow. The New Testament lesson is written in the Gospel according to John, the twelfth chapter, beginning at the first verse. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for three hundred denarii, and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse, and used to steal what was put into it. Jesus said, Leave her alone. She brought it, so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. When the great crowd of the Jews learned that he was there, they came not only because of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priest planned to put Lazarus to, de- Lazarus to death as well, since it was on account of him that many of the Jews were deserting and were believing in Jesus. It ends the New Testament lesson. Adore you, O Christ, and we bless you. By your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Christ committed no sin. No guile was found on his lips. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By your holy cross you have redeemed the world. By his wounds you have been healed. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you. By your holy cross you have redeemed the world. God's love for us is revealed in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Saviour. He has looked with favour on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. Mercy on those who fear him from generation to generation. Has shown strength with his arm and has scattered the proud in their conceit. Casting down the mighty from their thrones and lifting up the lowly. Filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. Come to the aid of his servant Israel to remember his promise of mercy. A promise made to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. God's love for us is revealed, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So we pray. Father, we give you thanks and praise for this day, for all the interactions we have had. We ask, Lord, for your blessings on the church. That she may help those in need at this time. That she may draw people into your love. And into relationship with Jesus. Lord in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Be with this world Lord. This broken world. In all those places of despair. Heal us from coronavirus. Heal our society from injustice and oppression. Heal our planet from the effects of climate change. Making us new and compassionate hearts for one another and for your created world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, be with those who are working tirelessly in hospitals, caring for people nursing homes, for delivery drivers, for those working in shops, as on the bin rounds and in all areas of our society. Protect them and help the rest of us, Lord, who have a duty to stay at home to do so. That We may learn about our relationship with ourselves and with you and with others through this experience. That the whole of society may become a better and kinder place. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we lift up to you the sick and the suffering. Particularly those here in our benefice, Those suffering from illness, particularly coronavirus. Those suffering from mental health issues, anxiety and fear at this time. Be with each of them in their needs. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we give thanks for all those who have gone before us in faith. We remember the souls of Rex Morton and of Cliff Bennett, both connected to our community who have died in the last couple of days. Be with those who mourn them. We pray for any that we do not know who have died in our benefice today, in our hospitals, and in hospice or nursing homes. Rest eternal grant unto them, O Lord, and let light perpetual shine upon them. Amen. Most merciful God, by the death and resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, delivered and saved the world. Grant that by faith in him who suffered on the cross, we may triumph in the power of his victory, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Standing at the foot of the cross, let us pray with confidence, as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but to deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. May Christ, who bore our sins on the cross, set us free to serve him with joy. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. If you'd like to know a little bit more about Frederick Denison Morris, priest and teacher of the faith who the church commemorates today, please do continue listening. Otherwise, I hope you have a good evening. Born at Normanstone near Lowestoft in 1805, F.D. Morris was the son of a Unitarian minister. He studied law at Cambridge, but in 1827 refused to subscribe to the 39 articles in order to receive his degree. Four years later, however, at the age of 26, a personal crisis, perhaps linked with the terminal illness of his sister, brought home to to him his need for a personal deliverer, and he was baptised into the Church of England. Yet it was not a textbook evangelical conversion, for his was always a faith with more questions than answers, one that challenged rather than reassured, yet for Morris, Christ was clearly present in the questioning and in the striving for certainty. After a period at Exeter College, Oxford, Morris was ordained in 1834 to a curacy at Bubbon Hall in Warwickshire. Then in 1836 he moved to London as chaplain of Guy's Hospital. Here he gave lectures on moral philosophy and he published his major work, The Kingdom of Christ, a discussion of the causes and cures of divisions within the Christian church. Already he was much concerned with the role of the church in the social issues that were coming to the fore in the 19th century Britain. In 1840, Morris was elected Professor of English Literature and History at King's College London, and in 1846 he added the Chair of Theology. But trouble came with the publication of his book, Theological Essays, in 1853, in which he attacked the popular understanding of hell as endless punishment. Consequently, his orthodoxy was regarded as suspect in some quarters. Morris put truth before personal advantage – and vigorously defended himself. Nevertheless, King's College dismissed him from both his professorships. Morris was much involved, with John Ludlow and Charles Kingsley, in the foundation of and the various projects sponsored by the Christian Socialist Movement, which emerged following the final eclipse of Chartism in 1848. It sought to reform both individuals and society by applying Christian principles to social relationships. One of their projects was the Working Men's College of which Morris became the first head. It has been noted by historians that socialism and trade unionism in England have frequently had Christians in leadership roles, and have thus avoided the anti-Christian flavour that has often been apparent in European socialism and trade unionism. But whether the credit for this lies with Morris or with Methodism is more difficult to determine. Morris served as Professor of Moral Theology at Cambridge from 1866 until his death in 1872. That biography was taken from Saints on Earth, a biographical companion to common worship.